Welcome to Sports Scope, the most influential sports talk show in the nation. Stay tuned for updates and great sports content. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler. On this eighth day, we are, what, 72 hours, maybe a little bit less, I would say, uh, of uh, closer to maybe 70 hours away from uh, the the Super Bowl. Uh, Can't wait. Going to talk. Got a great guest. Not a good guest. Great guest. This is going to be Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin, okay? Uh, Sonja Pearson. Now, Sonja, I've got to ask Sonja, is her name, it's spelled with a J. We're going to have to find out, because uh, I noticed that Mac from the Mac and Jack show calls her um, Sonja. So we, we got to, that, that's one of the big mysteries I want to find out. But uh, no, seriously, she's uh, uh, one of the co-hosts of the Mac and Jack and Jim Jeffco show started on uh, about, I don't know, maybe six months ago, uh, give or take a few months or so. Uh, going to have her on. Uh, she's originally out of the Charlotte area, lives in Atlanta area. Uh, going to talk some NFC South facade to get a little bit of her background. Uh, great, great uh, email address she uh, that she has. Uh, I, I, I don't know if she's working on the website for that or not. Uh, uh, football from a lady's perspective. And, and you know, there's a lot of growth in, in uh, the women views uh, of the NFL and whatnot. And, um, that, that that is interesting, uh, especially with the Taylor Swift thing that's been talked about. But anyways, uh, going to be a great guest. Going to ask her a Super Bowl analysis and pick and whatnot. Uh, also, as you see it in the title, NBA trade deadline. Not really a lot of big moves, but the, the, the Knicks do add on here. And there was some news about the Knicks. The Knicks somewhat, somewhat remind me of another team, and I'll talk about that after the break. Uh, going to get my take on the Clippers. The Clippers remind me of a team, uh, a historical team. Both of these teams won championships. Actually, think with the right breaks. Uh, yes, the Clippers and the Knicks could possibly win the championship. Uh, never thought I would say that, especially with the Clippers, right? But anyways, stand by. Let's go ahead and take our first and only break. I'll be back here in uh, 49 seconds. We'll hit the ground running here on Sportscope. Hello, SportsScope followers. The program has seen tremendous growth since going five days a week. I just wanted to thank everybody for your cash contributions and sharing the program uh, with friends and families. Just a reminder, if you want to contribute to the program, go to the cash app, the word, the cash sign, and SportsScope. There are other ways to contribute to the program listed at the bottom of the screen. If you want to advertise on the program, go to sports, that is sports with an S, another S, scope, S-K-O-P-E, at gmail.com, just like it's listed at the bottom of the screen. Thank you, and enjoy the program. All righty then, now I'm back. Okay, really the biggest trades, there was a lot of buyouts today. This was nothing like last year where you had... Kevin Durant traded. Uh, nothing of that magnitude. I think I think before the deadline, I want to say Harden was traded. Now he's 
moved off to the Clippers and whatnot. So, okay, here's the big one. The Knicks. Uh, New York Knicks acquired um, Bojan Bodovic. Now, Bodovic. This guy's a great shooter. Really good shooter here. Spot-up guy. Uh, they traded, they acquired him, Alec Burks from the Pistons in exchange for guards, Evan Fournier. I didn't know Evan Fournier was still on the team. He, he had been on the team since last year during another acquisition. Didn't play any during the playoffs. They still kept him on the roster. He's still drawing a paycheck. Now he's been dealt with Quentin Grimes, Malaya, uh, Malachi Flynn and Ryan Artuno, the, you know, two second round picks, uh, for the New York, which is currently, this is from ESPN. Dealing with injuries to Julius Randle, Mitchell Robertson, and OG and uh, Nobi, uh, who's traded earlier from um, a previous trade, not today, obviously. Uh, he, he was acquired in the Toronto trade, adding two veterans can help step in rotation immediately, help bolster uh, a team that is hoping to finish with a top two seed in the Eastern Conference. And Nobi will miss a minimum of three weeks. But there was news later on. This morning on Anobly, um, this is from Adrian Wojciechowski. I'm talking about the Knicks here. Uh, Wojciechowski says, had surgery to move a loose bone fragment in his right elbow. It will miss a minimum of three weeks. Sources says it could, it's considered minor, and he'll actually be uh, to resume basketball activities in three weeks. So that's huge for the New York Knicks, okay? So that's the trade. And now – let me read, you know, what the Knicks look like right now, per se. And, uh, yeah, that, that was a lot of just, you know, cleaning up the books here. Uh, There's a few other notes here. Um, okay, here we go. FanDuel put this out. Pretty interesting. Uh, Bronson, looks like he's going to be okay. I know we turned his ankle the other day. Uh, so you've got Jalen Bronson, Dante, Deep, and Jinjo, OG, Ananobi again. He's going to be back in three weeks. This seems like it, it, it's it was feared at first. Now he's going to be okay. Uh, Julius Randle, same thing. As I, he's he's also looking at about a three week deal here. Isaiah Hartchinson, and then you got Josh Hart, Alec Burks. These are off the bench guy. Bojan Bogdanovic, uh, Mitchell Robertson, and some guy named Precious. Okay, now that's a pretty deep bench. You know, Hart's been playing well, Burks. Uh, this team, not exactly, not exactly. I'm going to get back to my regular notes here. But there are some similarities uh, to a team 20. God, the time flies, folks, I tell you. 20 years ago, uh, Detroit Pistons, that team had – they, they, they won the championship, and mind you, folks, in 2004, okay, uh, the Pistons the Pistons had, were going against a great, not a good, but a great dynasty-like Laker team led by Shaq and Kobe, all right? And then they had a surgeon team, well-coached. I mean, just the, this day, uh, uh, a road grader in, in the Spurs. You know, it was between during that those years. Remember, uh, I think Spurs won in 03, right? It was between the Spurs and the Lakers every year. I, you, the way I saw it, just looking at those series, um, I was like, 
you know, the winner of this series is going to be it, you know. Uh, this team with a Ben Wallace, not even a, a high draft pick, just a blue-collar guy, hard worker guy, uh, kind of got some similarities to Randall. Uh, a, a bigger player, a bigger player. You know, they, they had players like um, – They had players, Richard Hamilton, all-star, but not a megastar. Rashid Wallace made some all-star games, had some issues. Great shooter, seven-footer, not a megastar. Okay, Billups bounced around the league. Very disciplined player, excellent free throw shooter. Again, not but had Larry Brown, a stickler for defense, coaching that team. They end up getting a two seed. And remember I just read uh, the Knicks now, they're sitting here uh, just a few games off here. Um, the Knicks here are just a few games out here from first place. And and, and mind you, I, I just wanted to go back to that 0-4 team in comparison. That Pistons team, uh, they were a three seed in the East. They were a three seed. Now, this team is a four seed. They're, they're six games out of first place. Uh, they're essentially two games out of second. Cleveland's 33 and 16. Uh, Milwaukee and, and New York's 33 and 18. Okay. So you got two all stars there in Brunson and a Randall, and you got a, a borderline all star and an Anobly there. Uh, this team has not quite got the previous all-stars that that team, but they had they had a bench. Uh, they had Tayshawn Prince. Let me go back to their roster here. Uh, compared them to the 2004 Pistons, in, in, in a sense, in a sense, per se, you know? Uh, they got guys like Tayshawn Prince, you know? They, Darvin Ham played on this team. You know, the coach of the freaking – the coach of the uh, uh, Lakers right now was on this team, all right? But, I mean, their power forward was guys like Carlos Williamson, Rashi Wallace. Uh, they, they didn't have a – they had some depth here. You know, Chauncey, uh, Chucky Atkins uh, with Billups, uh, Lindsey Hunter off the shooting guard off the bench. Uh, the, so it, my point is it was just all chemistry – uh, people uh, brought into Larry Brown's defense. This Nick team has some similarities. Look, what I want to say they when they pushed Miami to six games, they won a series last year. Uh, so they, they're 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 somewhat close to this team, you know. Uh, I think with the right breaks here. Now, I say right right breaks. Uh, just being vague about, just being blunt. With, with some injuries here and there. Hey, listen, there's injuries every year, okay? There was injuries last year uh, from Boston series. Uh, we know about Kawhi Leonard. I'm going to talk about them in a minute. Kawhi Leonard got injured. Uh, who was it? Durant get injured. Uh, uh, their, their center got injured for uh, uh, the Phoenix Suns there. Uh, I didn't think, again, I was correct. I didn't think Golden State and the Lakers were going to make it anyways too much. Too much age there because uh, their seating was too low. Their seatings uh, uh, were too low. They like the seven and 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 the six. Seven and six led by older players. No bleeping way. No bleeping way. So this Knicks team, if you look, I'm not saying they will, 
But you look at the problems with Milwaukee. We know about the Joel LNB problems uh, with, with Philadelphia. Boston's up and down. They're up and down. I mean, they lost the Laker team without Anthony Davis the other day at home and and uh, and, and LeBron James, okay? Uh, Cleveland, they beat Cleveland last year. They'll beat Cleveland this year. A lot of young talent. Uh, got Donovan Mitchell on there. Takes way too many shots. I predicted it last year. And of course, this year I was correct. Um, so, so they 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 did beat Cleveland, um, and, and I thought it was a great move for them not getting Donovan Mitchell uh, when he was talked about. Uh, instead, just get Jalen Brunson here. So, yeah, Miami very tough. Only they're still in it mathematically. You, you can't ever count Miami out. They're they're the seventh seed this year. We know they got to the finals last year. Uh, but they pushed Miami to six games. You know. Uh, again, they're, they're going to get Randall back. Um, they're going to get uh, Ananobly back. And Bronson's going to be fine. You, you, you hear the depth here. Uh, so there's a possibility they can get to the finals. They'll still need some breaks there. But uh, they have some similarities to that Detroit team. They really do. And, uh, you know, they got the defense. They got the depth. Uh, that communication like that. Uh, so cast off Julius Randle. This is not his first team. This is not Jalen Brunson. I mean, I'm sure Dallas really regrets getting rid, letting him walk. But, uh, you know, you got guys like Brunson. They've made some trades here. Not all these guys. Tra- so it, it kind of just you, you get that sense. And it feels like that that um, that that uh, Pistons team, they still have some room to grow. They still have some room to grow. They've got about 30-something games left, 31 to be exact. We've got the All-Star break coming up here pretty soon. As a matter of fact, the All-Star game is next Sunday. So I like this calendar now, the NFL. So you don't really have – you got the you got the Super Bowl this weekend. You have the All-Star game next week. You'll have some days off. Players will be back probably, what, Thursday. Uh, they'll get past the All-Star break, and then it's just a full-fledged run uh, for seeding. You'll see the players start to really pick up things here. Uh, so, listen, uh, I think it was a good day for the New York Knicks. They are that much deeper and a lot of team chemistry here. I thought uh, um, they have played really good basketball, too. I want to say they've won, what, six or seven, if I'm not mistaken here. So, anyways, uh, I, I, thought, I thought it was a good job. They've done a good job here. They haven't overspent. Uh, they haven't went after guys that I don't think that fits their chemistry here. So um, keep an eye out. That's the familiarity. That's their uh, comparable, uh, per se. I used to be a realtor. You know, I give you the comparables here uh, of, of houses. So uh, cost analysis, <laughs> CPA or something like that. I, I'm a little rusty because I haven't been a uh, sold a piece of real estate in almost 10 years now. Time flies, folks. When you are busy. Okay. And now what, what's the other team? Uh, the Clippers. Okay. The Clippers are a half game out of first place. Uh, you know what? I did not realize that the Clippers, they've got four stars here. And I'm trying to go back to my notes here on them. This Clipper team, surprisingly, they're either uh, in first place or half a game out. Talu done an excellent job making last year. Soon as they got rid of Russell Westbrook, what a run the Lakers went on! And Ty Lue, who, who who made LeBron work, uh, and Kyrie and Kevin Love, 
comes in in December. We all know what happened in 2016. They go on that run with, with the Cavaliers, go on and win that championship. Tyloo now, uh, nobody thought Westbrook would work. They made, they him work. Remember, they got to the playoffs. They pushed that Phoenix team, pushed that Phoenix team to six games. And, of course, obviously, Kawhi got hurt. Go figure. He's been hurt ever since he's been a Clipper, uh, particularly for uh, come, come playoff time. Then you put the Westbrook thing in there. Like I said, he made it work. Made it work. Westbrook, 35 now. Wow. Did not know that. And then they get James Harden. I was like, oh, this is really going to be bad. Really going to be bad. And, of course, he makes it work that they are on the tear right now. Um, a half game out of first place, 34-16 and 16 with Oklahoma City. Uh, Denver, Minnesota ahead of them. They're all kind of jumping in at basically a statistical tie when you start talking about that half game stuff here. But, I mean, you got a lot of former All-Stars in their 30s, two former MVPs. Uh, you got two former MVPs, you know, Westbrook and Harden together, and 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 a former Finals MVP in Kawhi Leonard uh, with the right seed and the proper management. That's the problem I had in the past about uh, – the, the uh, Golden State Warriors. I mean, they're a sixth seed playing a red hot, young, hungry uh, Kings team. I said they'll push them to six or seven. They pushed them to seven. I thought they would beat them in six. And of course, the Lakers end up putting them out the next round, only to be put out themselves the next round by the Denver Nuggets. I nailed that. And the national media, none of those uh, Fox Sports, ESPN, none of them picked that. None of them. But you got to hear a sports scope. That's why I'm the best, huh? I don't know that much about NBA, but I was really hot last year and picking against the national media. Anyways, but, you know, you've got these guys. Like I said, you've got two former um, Hall of Famers, or Hall of Famers, probably, Westbrook and Harden, two MVPs there, all right? You've got Paul George, All-Star, Kawhi Leonard, Finals MVP, All-Star, of course, Defensive Player of the Year, you name it. Uh, there's similarities, although they're a little bit older. They're a little bit older in, in places. Uh, with Mason Plumley, though, I think um, whatever his name is, that other starting center, got some size and size there. And uh, this reminds me a little bit of that 08 Celtics team. You've got the right coach, pushes defense. He's got the right substitutions. Um, what Who was on that team here? I mean – Rondo, now they did have a very young guard there. But, you know, remember Ray Allen, Tony Allen, that's defense, defense, great shooter defense. Obviously, Paul Pierce, uh, Kevin Garnett, Kendrick Perkins, Glenn Davis. So you start to look at that with James Harden, Terrence Mann, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Zubiak, is who I was trying to think of earlier, Mason Plumley, Norman Powell off the bat. I mean, that, they've got some they got some depth here, you know, guys like Norman Powell. Um, I say, I'll tell you what, they're a team, it's a big if. It's it's the managing of the minutes. I didn't say game management. You hear uh, load management. I didn't use that word. That's totally missing games. But Ty Lue, it, it, it's the management of Paul George and the management, really, of Kawhi Leonard. You know, Kawhi, so somebody asked him, what, 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 what do you think about your injury history? You know, and he says, he says, listen, I got the best guy on the team every night. 
for the games I play. And he'll play 82. But I take the best man. And I'm and, and I'm asking, you know, to take the take the lead shot towards the end. Their best defender takes me. So uh, you know, once known as the best two-way player. Um, if Lou can find a way to keep him healthy, um, I don't see how they can't push a Denver, you know. Uh, I don't see how they can't beat a Laker team. And, and I know the Lakers beat them. But you look at the depth of that team and the stardom and, and the ability to play together. Uh, but it's a lot of ifs. That's a lot. Here I am. What is today? February 8th. Now, I expect probably Kawhi to get hurt because he always does or, or Paul George to get hurt. Uh, he, he's had an injury history as well. Uh, James Harden and, and Westbrook, I, I'm fully aware they can't carry that team. But if they could stay healthy, uh, you know, when, when you're looking at a seven-game series and they've got that higher seed, whether it be a two or a three or for a one, that would that would be crazy. I, I got a feeling though Denver's going to cut it up a notch and go on a run here towards the end and probably get that one or two seed. But you look at guys; they're in their thirties, they're hungry. Westbrook never got a championship, you know. Uh, James Harden never got a championship. Paul George; these guys are hungry like that. Oh eight uh, Celtics team. So they're, they're, they've got they got the spot up shooting. Um, not saying it's going to happen, not saying it's going to happen. I'm just looking at the mirror image of a, a team that's actually got a little bit more uh, of a resume. Now, Sam Cassell was on that team. He had a couple of rings with Houston back in the 90s. And if you want to compare Sam Cassell's resume with the Kawhi Leonard's resume, you could do that. Of course, Kawhi Leonard, obviously, uh, arguably one of the best players in the league at one time before the injuries really start to occur post-2019 from Toronto. I'm not saying that they're the exact image of each other, but I, I do think that they're a lot like that Boston Celtics team of 08. And again, the Knicks kind of remind me of the 04 Detroit Pistons. Again, not the exact image, but if you wanted to compare, if you wanted that precedent to use a legal term, like they do in the courts, uh, those two would um, remind me of each other. And Sanja, and I think it's Sonia or Sanja. We're going to have to figure this out because I, I, it's spelled one way, and I know Mac introduces my friend the other way. So I've got to figure out what the deal is from um, from the Mac and Jack and Jim Jeff Coach Show, Northeast Streaming Sports, and I've got to get the rest of a resume because I got kicked off Facebook. Uh, now, Sonia, is it Sonia or Sonja? Hi there, Robert. It's Sonia. Okay. Okay. So the J is silent because I've worked with both and I've had people who spelled their names the same as yours and it sounds like S-O-N-Y-A, but I've also had people, you know, sound just like it was. Uh, one late Sonja, Sonja Dillon, a friend of mine, she's well, I wish she would be watching on Facebook, but I ain't on Facebook right now. Uh, hers will spell just like yours. Yeah, it's German. It's the German <laughs> pronunciation. The J is a Y in German, 
And so okay. that's how it is. This is a derivation of Sophia, believe it or not. But yes, thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you, my friend. So it is sunny. Okay, so Mac had it right the whole time. Yes. I was uh, hearing him. And it looks like you've got some kind of blue. You got a, a green screen back there, huh? I finally got my green screen going. I hope it's uh, showing correctly. I was, I'm having a little bit of issue because I just left my other show. It seemed like it had like a little haze going, but I guess it's okay. Yeah, it looks like some kind of gym or something, gymnasium. It's actually the locker room of the Panthers. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, I love your uh, Gmail account, football from a lady's perspective. Now, is that some type of, uh, uh website that you're working on or whatnot so um i started my podcast all things football from ladies perspective about seven years ago um uh -huh. it was right after i founded the all-female fan club for the carolina panthers the carolina pantherettes and i decided to just kind of talk about sports across the board from the nfl perspective all according to me now i've recently revamped it because max said it was a mouthful to say all things football from a lady's perspective so now you will see it's prim and proper sports so that way i cover everything um just like you got it on the title so yeah, yeah. Prim and proper means this, you know, it's proper. Everything's gonna be correct, and I'm bringing a yep. little bit of prim to the table because you know I'm a girl. So, <laughs> gotcha. So you're from Charlotte originally. So what what is your background? You know, my day job, I'm a medical carrier, trying to transition into the sports talk, uh, maybe radio industry. I don't know. It just depends. Uh, but yeah, tell me about your background. I've been curious about this for a while. <laughs> That's so funny. So I'm I'm, a, I'm um, about an hour from east of Charlotte. I'm from Lumberton, Red Springs, the Robinson County area, Central North Carolina. Um, I've actually been living in Atlanta for 24 years this year. So all of my adult life. Um, okay. Just had a birthday, so I'm officially 49. So I've, I'm just like I've literally been here all of my adult you life. Just had, what, what date was your birthday? It was Sunday, two four two four. Two four two four. Yes. Are you still considered an Aquarius? I am. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, my my my, my stepmother, my sister's Aquarius. Okay. Uh, yeah, a lot, lot of good, lot of good, good salespeople. People. Yes, and so um, I've been living in Atlanta, but I work for the judicial system, so I'm in law. In fact, okay. I'll be starting law school in the fall, and so I'm trying to narrow it down between two schools that I'm thinking about right now. But I've been doing law for the last. 25 years. Um, right now I work in a public defender's office as a paralegal, but I've done some of everything from the DA's office. I've worked in a couple of different jurisdictions. And so that's my background during the day. My um, undergraduate was in criminal uh, justice with a minor in uh, sociology. And then I almost had a degree in um, broadcasting. And then yeah. I got um, two masters recently in public administration. So I'm always Ooh. happy. Well, you got me beat on education. I thought my little bachelors, I thought I was big time. Don't underestimate the <laughs> bachelors. You are big time. You are big time. Right <laughs> Said thank you for the opportunity. I think, well, you know, I guess I got to fake it till I make it. That's, that's life. We're all faking something until we make it. I promise you. <laughs> you know, let me ask you about Atlanta. I've been talking about this on and off the air probably for three years. We had, I'm out of Nashville. Uh, we had seven inches of snow on Martin Luther King birthday up here. I and 
Did you? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I have, I, didn't family in, I have family in Nashville. They were sending me pictures. Um, my uncle. Really? Yeah, I have an uncle that just passed like right before Christmas. He retired homicide with Davidson County. And um, here? Yes. And two of my cousins, his daughter and son-in-law, just retired from the sheriff's department there. So. Okay. Um, <laughs> I may have ran into him. I used to do security yeah. back in the day. Um, and then I have best friend that lives in Spring Hill. So, yeah. That's really nice down there. Saturn plant used to be down there. Yes. Yeah. May already still. They got a lot of clues. We got some clinics down there that uh, we pick up from Vanderbilt clinics that uh, the company yeah. our contract with uh, picks up from. I'm not a big fan of it because they, in my job, they try to guilt trip you into go out and when the roads aren't clear to go out here and deal with it. Yeah. So what, what's your thoughts on Atlanta? How much measurable snow does Atlanta get? So we haven't had too, too much since no apocalypse, which was like in the, um, I think it was 2012 or 2014 when they literally shut down the entire city. Like it looked like the world had ended because everyone literally left their vehicles. Um, it was horror stories. I was really yeah. blessed because I did not know it was going to snow that day and did not have a jacket. My wow. truck was on a quarter tank of gas. And how much snow did y'all get in 2012? Um, so it wasn't really the snow, it was the ice. It was basically like we got the snow and we probably had like maybe two inches but then we had like four to five inches of ice oh that's terrible that. that's worse that. yeah. yep and then it snowed like a little bit more so it was kind of like a, a chocolate cake of ice so to speak because it was layer oh that's layer. the worst and that's what paralyzed the entire city how long how long were you out of work that week um i think we were off two weeks i don't think it was are you serious yeah because the roads were impassable and then you have to think about a lot of truckers are on 285 coming through here and they left they left their vehicles and so you had to now wait on people to come back and get their cars who had abandoned their cars on the roads so Mm. once the roads cleared like there was no way everybody could get their cars towed so you had to wait for the original owners they were like putting out messages like, hey, if you were driving XYZ, come get your car. Um, yeah, that kind of thing. Wow. Yeah, I did. When I was living in New York, I did see something on the news. Y'all had a snowstorm in 2002, I think. That was pretty good. Yeah, I forgot about that one. So, yeah, you're yeah. right. That was that was like real snow. But we get like little uh, drifts of snow. You'll wake up and see like a little coating. Not enough to make a snowman. But yeah. enough to kind of get you like a delay to work kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine's moved down there. He's been down there about three years. I okay. thought about it, but when you tell me about that apocalypse stuff, I had I had Tampa as another town. That's farther south, but yes. it's not quite as jumping. Atlanta's about like Nashville, where I could still do a lot of work in my carrier business and do this yeah. and network and stuff and still be in a more mild climate. Yeah. Know? The traffic is just horrendous here. The only reprieve was during the pandemic. We finally got like a lot of remote work or hybrid work, but now oh, it's fun. back. Here too, yeah. It's, it's literally back. It's like there's tra- there's traffic here around the clock every day of the week, seven days a week. You're just like on Sunday morning. I noticed many people aren't going to church. Where are they going? And yeah. it's just like, it's horrible. They're doing a lot of construction because they've realized that we need more roads and as they say, Atlanta's full, but come on down. <laughs> so you, uh, so you, you're about like Atlanta, like the way I am in Nashville. 
There's cranes everywhere. Nashville's like Dallas was about 30 years ago, 35 years ago, where it was blowing up in the 80s. Cranes yeah. everywhere, potholes everywhere. Too much growth, Definitely. my friend. Definitely real growth, but you know, you got to think about the population across the board is is booming. You have a lot of Californians that are trying to move east, a lot of New yeah. Yorkers that are moving to the south, a lot of yeah. Midwest, you know, everybody trying to escape eat some type of uh, natural disaster or natural calamity like winter or earthquakes or what have you. So you got these centralized areas that kind of experience a more milder weather. And that's where yeah. people are saturating, including Charlotte. They're saying Charlotte is like the baby Atlanta now. So what made you want to move to Atlanta? Was it job opportunity with family? So um, I graduated college in North Carolina and I actually moved to Virginia for two years. And then when I graduated, I was always like, hey, I want to live in Atlanta. And I'm just a free spirit person like that. So I just applied back then. It was looking on the news, looking in the newspaper um, yeah. and just basically sending letters of your resume or calling these people. It wasn't, you know, like we have now apply online. None of that was applicable to me. <laughs> but you moved and just stayed down there. So but you're saying it's less it's less snow than a Charlotte, per se, I would say. Yeah, Charlotte definitely sees more snow than Atlanta does. And I think it's because there's so many people here that they've just destroyed the ozone. So we don't have four seasons anymore. We have like two seasons. We have like fall. No, we have like spring and summer, honestly. We don't even have a fall anymore. Hey, I, I it's love like 80 that. degrees down here in November. Does it, oh, the leaves don't change in November? They change, but it's because they're probably burned from the sun because it's 80 degrees. <laughs> That still gets cold here. I can't say all that. I, know. <laughs> I, wish I miss the cold. Me being a winter baby, I'm always like, I just want the winter. So usually like I go to a colder climate so I can experience a real winter. Mm. Well, I, I have a, I had, um, I have, I have had a great week. I had Jeffrey Devskovic on. He's, he's a lawyer. He was on yesterday. Oh, wow. Okay. And then Tuesday, oh, great. Yeah. He's got a great story. He got wrongfully incarcerated, uh, that's a long story. He was in prison for 16 years. They should make a movie about this guy's life. Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah. I, you and I will have to definitely talk offline because yeah. that is like a passion I have. Like I yeah. used to work with um, this attorney that did like wrongful convictions on like fire reconstructive. And he mm -hmm. exonerated this guy in Michigan that had done like 30 years for burning up his wife and children. And they didn't oh, have, wow. the whole, yeah, they didn't have the whole, the you know DNA thing and stuff have now yeah. and yes and like like ever since then i was just like that's such a real thing and mm -hmm. and so i have a passion for for that i feel like you know there's someone right now that's probably waiting on me to help them you yeah you should watch yesterday's shows long if you, if you don't want to hear my uh takes on sports I used to listen to you until you came off of Facebook. So now I got to find you. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully in air quotes, I'll be back on in a couple of weeks. My sister, God bless her. She's sharing the show in so many groups that okay. I think that she wasn't getting permission from ministrators. And I believe that people turned me in and they might have found something mm -hmm. on my intro through, uh, uh, what's this thing? TikTok. Yeah. And the real Anything with music from TikTok on Facebook could get you in trouble. Yeah, I know. Facebook jail. I'm always having to submit disputes because I use on my theme sh um, theme show. Yeah. I use Quavo's uh, song "Greatness" because I like the lyrics. And every time I have to, 
like submit a dispute because I'm you like, like that rap like mean? I do. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> see, that's another thing. I, I grew up in the uh, in the inner city here. I'm big in the rap and stuff. I love those southern, those Atlanta rap, Outkast, Ludacris. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this people's just, there's just the coolness about Atlanta. Each time I've been down there, I've always had a good time. Uh, nice. Very businesslike, though. Very businesslike. Yeah. When I went to the break game, they had a game. Uh, Chip Jones had a game in and home run. This was in the early 2000s. And I'm cheering like I'm leaving the Titans game. And people was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, what? They just won. This is crazy. Yeah. But I'm a, I'm a football type of mentality fan. I'm not a baseball Right. It's a different it's a different cheer because I it is right Jones when I first moved here. And when you go to the Braves game, it's like people are there on their phones, you know, they're just they got the business suit, they're dressed like me. Yes. And and it's you know, and football is just like ah, you know, and so I hugging people and high five like there's a lot of Jamie's, you know. Yes, 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 it is. Peg. Well, I've got to ask you. Uh, you, you you got well. You, you said you're originally from Charlotte area. Oh well, no wait. I'm getting ahead of myself. So you're going to be a lawyer. Are you trying to get into a lot of good lawyers? Are good sports uh, and journalists. So uh, tell me about. Are you working on that transition? Because I noticed you're verified on Facebook. By the way, that's, that's something I, I'm on Twitter or X out. I should have did that. Maybe they wouldn't have bleeped with me. You know, <laughs> right? And right. every month. Uh, right. Um, so I, I recently just kind of considered that I kind of probably want to do like um, this whole social justice thing went wrong. For, but on the side, I do want to be into sports because honestly, this has taken off bigger than what I ever imagined. Mac and Linda putting me on the Northeast streaming sports yeah. platform has. I'm a guess Linda just found you on Facebook. She did. She sent me a message. And I'm be honest. I saw it and I thought it was like spam. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, me too. I was like, okay, I don't know who this is. Let me just see. So, you know, I responded back. I used my business number and I was like, hey, this is I, I got a message, you know, you guys may be legit because it seems like you might be. And she was like, Yeah, hi, I'm Linda, blah, blah, blah. And then that was just it. And it was like, so I'm like, well, do you guys want me to call you? And they were like, nope, we'll see you on the show. And I was like, Okay, that's a little different. So they they're very yeah. like you know modernized with everything, um, but they she's a they're awesome. They're her and Mac both are go getters. They have propelled me. Like my videos went from getting I don't know every now and then I'd get like maybe a hundred and something. I just had a video that got yeah, hyped up and you get a hundred on Facebook. I know I did. Yes, I got a hundred, but the like two weeks ago I got one that had five thousand views. Woo, that's good. So I'm I haven't like, got that in a long time. Not a yeah, long they're time. they're sharing and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, I think that the key to it is I went on TikTok and kind of did like a little plug ahead of time. And I, I've just been really, really trying to advertise it. But actually having them has been like super, super helpful. Like, I, I really don't think I would be here without them. And, and then meeting you and, you know, being on your awesome yeah. show. And I was watching all of your shows. I love the freaking intro. Like, the most influential sports. Talk. I was like, yes, yeah, yes, I love that. Timo, I say, I, I forgot the guy's name because he was on uh, a friend from Facebook out of those 4,900. Can you believe these mother bleepers? I mean, they don't give me any kind of like warning, take this down or this. Yeah. There's no, 
customer service when you don't pay a no, fee. No, you can't even tell people well, nothing's them. free in this world. I'd right. rather pay the fee so they'll get back to me. I'm trying to build a brand here, you know? Don't even pay the fee because I, mine is verified. And I've gotten so many of the inbox messages, like you said. Like, the, the first time it scared me. I literally sent them a picture of my driver's license and everything. Yeah. And it was all like. Yeah, I didn't have to do all yeah. that with the X app, you know? Right. And so. And I'm verified there, so. You know, it's like they, they just, it's a scam. And I spent so many days blocking messages. Like, for one time. It's I know I was getting like yeah. 20 messages a day telling me my page was fraudulent and it was copyright really? infringed. Yes. I just, I, it was, it's a lot. I literally screenshot it, sent it to Facebook. Like, Hey, can you guys take a look at this? They don't get back to you. I don't know what type of customer service they have, but yet it's still, I have a, I had a, um, a Carolina Panthers friend page. And somebody reported something. They made me rename it. Like, so now I have two pages. Like, they wouldn't let me <laughs> name it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Y'all are doing too much. Yeah, that, that's what it, now they, they, they threatened me first with that. This happened all in one day, sometime in January. You know, I had a rough January. I got sick on January. I got sick on New Year's Day. Yeah, you texted had, me because you were telling me, I was like, can you link up? You were like, well, right now I'm not feeling well. I was, I, like, oh, I was yeah. Yeah, I had like flu lights. I could have had COVID. I don't know. I think, well, actually, I think I got COVID. I told, I told the audience already knows this. I think <laughs> I got it in like February, exactly four years ago. Before everything started oh. breaking off in March, when all the traffic oh, got Hey, me too. I got sick in February of 2020. It was yeah. it was like the day after my birthday. I felt yeah. like all of a sudden, literally, I felt like I felt like I had been hit by a truck. Respiratory stuff, yeah, because yeah. it lasted like a month. Yep, the car. I kept I kept doing the show then. I've been doing the show since 2017. I started oh, off with started. Seven. Yeah. Did you really? Yes, August May of, May of 17 to be exact. And I, I started on the Periscope app. That's why I call it Sportscope. Oh, I like that, that logo above your head. That's really the Periscope out with the blue stuff. Um, it's got the Facebook blue there, but I don't oh. care. The haters, they can't hear me now because I'm not on there, but right. whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so anyways, so yeah, I just, I was a little under the weather. And then, then we had that snowstorm and just stuff at work. I mean, this has been a crappy start, but now I feel like I'm back to 100%. I, I feel pretty good. What do you think about so you're you're trying to get breakout and so what is your goal per se? What what idealistic what do you see yourself uh coming into? Or are you just saying I just want a sports talk industry job? Or what's your ideal situation that I you would, would like to be in? Yeah, I would love it. I would love to be on ESPN or NFL network, or you know, there's this new streaming service that Warner Brothers, Disney. And ESPN are coming up with. I don't know how quick, but I'd love to be on some major network. I'd love to bring everybody that's been with me on this journey along with me, you, Mac, Linda. I just think that we deserve a, a really huge platform. The Roku is amazing. Um, yeah. but I feel like that's We're just the there. Yeah, yeah I feel like that's just the beginning for all of us because we all have like such amazing talent. So for me, if you incorporate that in with the law. You know, I'm still going to be doing this. I want to be like the legal lawyer that is like still doing sport. I still want to do this. I actually started doing this um, before my, I have an uncle that passed away 
uh, the end of 2018, he was my dad's brother and my mm. dad had passed away a few years before. And so he was like a second father to me. And we yeah. used to, he's a um, Steelers fan. He went to school with, um, oh my gosh, the first quarterback that they had for the Steelers that was from Nashville. He's, yes. um, I can't think of his yes. name off the rip. Um, but anyway, he was best friends yeah, with and he, They said he was more talented than, uh, um, Oh God! Yeah, I'm he uh, Terry Bradshaw. He, yeah, he 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 said that. But anyway, so he went to TSU. Yes, and I told you I would know. Yes, and so one of my regulars would would know that, but he's not on right now. Pickles isn't on right now. Yeah, he's he was yeah. friends with him, so he's a Steelers. Joe fan Gillen. Gillen. Yes. Joe Gillen. I could not think because he has a daughter that was a singer named Joy. She lived down here in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, he, he had he had some drug issues, but man, he's a great athlete, wouldn't he? Wow! It's ironic that he died after the Cowboys game the mm -hmm. day after Christmas, the exact same day and year that my um, grandmother, who was my uncle's mom, mm -hmm. passed. Yeah, they all used to live in Nashville, and so mm -hmm. they, you know, was your dad a big football fan? Yes, Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, so what was it like working with Jim Jeffcoat for the first time? That was crazy, yeah. right? Jim Jeffcoat is super, he's super um, cool. He has Down like earth, so right. much, you know, I was really nervous to be honest with you about. Because <laughs> I've never, I've you know, I've met a few celebrities here and there, you know, being in Atlanta, but I've never had, you know, like I met Cam about three months ago in person. Did uh, you Cam, really? Yeah, I met Cam in Nashville. Is he as big as he looks on TV? He looks yeah. huge. He's huge. I, I actually met Cam at Nissan Stadium years ago when he was dabbing. Oh, he came. Yeah, but I was talking to him over, like, I have some friends who are, like, business owners there. And yeah. so um, I was saying hi to him and stuff. But this time I met him at a restaurant here in Buckhead. And he was super cool. He took my phone to do a selfie because he was, like, you know, way out here because he knew. <laughs> and he's huge. I didn't even recognize yeah. him. I thought he was a rapper. How tall like, do you think he is? Six five, maybe? He's probably six six, six seven. Wow. He, that says six five, but he looked taller than six five to me. Like I've known him. Mm. But Jim Jeffcoat was is the first person I've like really like had a sit down talk. He's very cool, very personable. Um, he's come on my show before. Just a really kind, and he's still coaching. He has a, a plethora of knowledge that he has about, you know, yeah. football. Does acumen. he still coach on the side? I didn't know he was still. I thought, yeah, I thought he was well, well, I know he references it a lot, so I'm assuming. <laughs> you know, used to be a position coach for the Cowboys, defensive line. Yes, I knew that. I think now he's, like, working with some colleges, at least from a mentorship perspective. Okay, probably, um, yeah. And Byron Williams. I met Byron as well, and Byron is super nice, so, yeah. Yeah, that that uh, yeah, you should have heard Jim and uh, or Mac and Jack. They were acting like fans when uh, they first brought Jim on. Yeah, and then they brought me on. You know, I used to come on that Sunday show, and I've gotten so busy now, things gotten crazy. Yeah, but, we miss you. I'm yeah. on there, and I never see you anymore. Yeah, but I used to come on the Sunday show, and they said, "Well, we're kind of down now. We've got we've got Robert Butler from Sportscope," and I'm thinking, "Okay, back to life, back to reality." <laughs> Remember yeah, that I love this Sunday morning, uh, Sunday morning sports show. They just renamed it because now we're pivoting from What's the name of it now? Sunday morning, Sunday sports, morning show. sports show. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're pivoting to other sports now because of the Super Bowl being, you know, pretty much 
the the end at least for a little while of NFL. No, right? Yeah, yeah. So you you just want something. You don't have anything specific where you're just doing one on one interviews. Do you want a debate show? What what type? What do you see yourself getting into? Um, so you like for a long time I was just doing a show about myself, just basically talking about sports news and recapping. Yeah. But then yeah, that's me, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fun when you have people on and you yeah. can kind of just have, it's like conversation. It's just literally a recorded conversation for everybody to see. And so when people come on my show, I literally I'll tell them like, hey, we may talk about this, but I kind of go unscripted because I like the natural reaction, you yeah. know, and just to be like I said, conversationalist. So. Um, that's what I want to do. I, I could debate, you know, sometimes I stir the pot with pegs, Jamie. On <laughs> you know, I'll be like, yeah, the Eagles only lasted one week past the regular season. Like what type of champs are those, you know, and then I'll get him riled up and then, you know, my well, mission. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love what Jamie. I wouldn't yeah. even talk about this, anybody if I were you. So that's yeah, how he, he is so funny, man. I love that guy. Every time I ask Jamie to come on, he comes on the program. Um, okay, uh, about yeah, to cap, back to the Panthers. What do you thought? What are your thoughts on Dave Canals? Uh, well, he did a good job with Baker Mayfield. Uh, him taking over for Carolina. What, what's the buzz like about that? What's your thoughts on that? I'm not a thousand percent sold right now because I feel <laughs> like they went and got this coach that just basically made it to the postseason. Like the NFC South as a whole is a a race to the top of the crab barrel, so to speak. I wasn't impressed with anybody. Every like, I think Tampa Bay finished at five thirty-two for the season. Nobody was above five hundred the entire season. The next team up was seven and ten, so it was just like, you know, it just wasn't impressive. Right. I feel like they hurried that decision. Um, I really don't care for what they did with Baker because we had Baker, and Baker has always been like one of these quarterbacks that he'll show you like the shiny toy image for a while. And then it's back to the same old Baker. Um, I do think they did a great job in the postseason. I, I was proud of them for going in and putting Philly out because I was impressed, but Philly figment <laughs> of who they are, you know, the whole season, it's not the same Philly. Um, but like, I'm not that convinced. I saw they went and even brought along the um, offensive coordinator or defensive court, the offensive coordinator. So they're trying to like basically revamp Tampa Bay in Carolina, but they're okay. not bringing. I think it was the quarterback coach. That, yeah, the quarterback yeah. coach or something's gonna be the offense because he was the offensive coordinator. Canals, right? But, and so now they have, yeah. you know, my whole thing is getting some some weapons on the offense for Bryce. I feel like we drafted this quarterback. Um, aside from the the noticeable physicality issues with him basically being five six, I know they say five nine, but he's I don't think he's five nine. I mean, really? I'm five six. Yeah, I'm five six, and Bryce is like literally close to my height. Like seriously, really? I feel like you know people always want to think ask, he's shorter than than Kyler Murray. I know he's shorter than Baker Mayfield, who is listed as 5'10". He's significantly wow. shorter than Baker Mayfield. Because they always say the NFL gives you an extra inch. And mm. so you have to think if the NFL is giving Baker 5'10", he's technically 5'9". So if the NFL is giving Bryce 5'9", he's technically 5'8". That's probably right. Wow. I should try for the NFL then. That's my height. I'm 5'8". Mm. Uh, 
what do you think about Raheem Morris? You're in Atlanta. I, you know what? I thought it was a little a little wild that they passed on Belichick, but you know he had a good press conference. So Belichick damaged his own self. Uh, the word yeah. is that Belichick was actually offered the job. He had two interviews with uh, Arthur down here, one on the yacht, one on the plane, so to speak. Wow. But he left the second interview with the front office in such a disarray that they basically down, you know, downplayed McKay's um, responsibilities because Belichick wanted to come in. You know, he's uh, such a huge presence. He wants to do more than coaching. He wants to basically have control of, of everything as a general manager. And so they were basically willing, honestly, from what I've heard, and Sports Illustrated even had a write-up on this, that the word was not that that Arthur was, you know, dismayed and decided not to hire him, but Belichick actually passed up the opportunity because he was not given the control that he wanted um, down here in Atlanta. And now we see he's 71 and jobless. I mean, we know yeah. he's not lacking for any coins. He has his no. money. He doesn't ever have to work again. But it's just shocking to see it. And I'm actually disappointed that Carolina didn't even try to go for him. They had a whole list of about 19 people that okay. they were doing Zoom interviews for, and Belichick yeah. was not on that list. Mm. Now, back to, yeah, with Carolina, is it really just, is it the owner there? Uh, he threw some water on somebody in uh, the Jacksonville fan. Uh, he, he fires Frank Wright, what, six or seven weeks in? <laughs> yeah, he's um he's quite a lot. Yeah, threw a drink on a Jacksonville fan. They said the fan had been taunting him the whole game, but you cannot put yourself in that type of position that right. you are even on that level where you're arguing with regular fans. You're an owner. You're a business owner. Um, and you just have to carry yourself accordingly. And honestly, that's a lawsuit. That's simple battery, yeah. you know, for you to – throw a drink on someone. Put the legal hat on here. Yes. You know, <laughs> uh, you, know, you got to be glad that person didn't press charges because that, yeah. you know, was recorded. There was people that was witnessing to that. And in fact, his general manager, uh, Federling, was with him when it happened. I don't know if that's why he fired him or what, because he didn't have his back, but you know, <laughs> he was right there well, with him. Funny. Yeah, like when it happened. And so, um, yeah. you know, now... You know, he calls himself, but but they said Tepper has actually gone out and got a hiring agency that's supposed to be doing all his recruitment for him. Oh, wow. I don't know, because he's he's big on listening to the media. So, like, for instance, he could be listening to the podcast right now. And he's like, oh, let me go do this because they said I should yeah. do it. Yeah, well, I hope and so. I tell him, I told him to be patient. Now, I've been talking about him. Yeah, he's he does. He's starting to get a little Daniel Snyder. He's taking over for Snyder. It's what it's, he's already off on a bad start. He has no patience. He has a um, the billionaire's mentality, like the daddy war belts. He goes and buys things because he has this money, but has no football acumen, no sports acumen. He runs the the Charlotte um, soccer team the the same way he runs the Panthers. They've had about three or four coaches there. Um, he, he signs them and pays them. He doesn't mind paying people, but you're not going to yeah. stay there. We're still paying Matt Rule. We're also yeah. paying Steve Wilkes. We probably are still paying Cam somewhere for where we brought him back. We like he has all this money, and then he, you know, it's kind of like Christmas. You play with the toys, and you're like, okay, what else do I have? What else is in the city? <laughs> and he tires out real easy. Yeah, uh, I call him um, Temper the Tyrant because it's off with your head, like Allison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody okay. has to work for him. So Belichick would have never worked with Tepper because the personas 
are two. That might have lasted like 20 minutes. Yeah, seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. All right, well, getting towards the end here. I have so much fun talking to you, Sonia. Yes. Hey, uh, what do you think about the Super Bowl? Which way are you leaning? I, I don't, they might not want you to disclose who you're picking in air quotes. Which way are that. you leaning? I, I can actually pick. I'm picking the 49ers. I'm picking them to have a close wow, game. Okay. 21 to 14, if not okay. less. Um, I'm, you know, big on Christian McCaffrey, uh, Debo Samuels from South Carolina, but Christian's a former Panther and he's just yes. an amazing, amazing player. And I'll be honest, I'm just tired of Patrick Mahomes. Now I do like Travis Kelsey. I hope he marries Taylor Swift and they ride off into the sunset and they'd be happy, but I'm just, I'm really sick of Patrick Mahomes. I think, you know, he's mature. Are you picking with your heart or are you picking with your head? No, I'm picking with both. It's a little both. Okay. Why are you picking with your head? What? What do you what what tells what tells you that that, that the 49ers well they are favored by two and a half points yes they are tells and you they're, they're gonna they're gonna get it done this time I, well Kadarius Tony may not play for one with okay. um Kansas City and that's a big 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 loss if he doesn't play um and and on top of that that's just an addition um the defense you're looking at San Francisco who was there just last year and they only lost out because of the whole quarterback injury situation and they're yeah. hungry they want it they're on the quest for six and I really think that you know with the weapons they have on both sides of the ball that this is definitely their time and if, if they could keep Patrick Mahomes in the pocket and isolate him and keep Kelsey in double coverage I think and Pacheco of course I think they have a solid shot to win okay so you're you're saying that they're going to do what the Ravens didn't do. Exactly. Run and run and run to the dad takes the T-bird away. Yes. For you uh, Beach Boy fans. That's a, I don't know. I heard this song the other day it's in my head. It's my dad's generation. And the Ravens, they didn't. It's like they panicked because they uh, they got down early and they, they looked at – they were intimidated that it was Patrick Mahomes and, and that defense. Uh, so you're saying that maybe – that they, because this would be part of my analysis for tomorrow with Carlos Madden, or Chavez, is uh, when Denver beat them. Um, They, Denver, when Denver beat Kansas City, they had 40 rushing attempts, eight rushing attempts by um, uh, uh, Russell Wilson himself. So you saw Brock Purdy, he ran for 40-something yards Mm -hmm. against Detroit. Well, now you realize you got that element. You just mentioned Debo, obviously Christian McCaffrey. I think that would be the recipe. Uh, the Raiders beat them on Christmas Day. Uh, Aiden O'Connell didn't have a passing touchdown in that game. Mm-hmm. So it's, pass- you don't want to get in the back. It's like playing basketball. You don't want to get in a three-point shooting contest with the Golden State Warriors. You right. want to pound them inside and get, you know, play a half-court game and, may- and kind of muck it up a little bit as much as you can legally do so. But so, Patrick's been perfect in the postseason. He hasn't had been perfect <laughs> in the postseason. PPP. <laughs> you are right. I can tell you're down in Atlanta. Everybody can <laughs> rhyme down there. I've been doing it since I was a kid, though. So it's North Carolina, actually. Red Springs. <laughs> Do you like Pity Pablo? Yes, love him. <laughs> I should have been in the video. You mentioned North Carolina. You know, I moved to New York when I was. Um, I mean, 20 years old, a friend of mine from high school. He was going to be, I was going to be an actor. He's going to be a comedian. Oh, you know? wow. And they heard our country accents. We moved into an apartment down up there. 
uh, across the street from Fordham University. I don't know if you've ever been to Manhattan. Yes, I've been, yeah. And they will eat you up with that accent up there. Yeah, yeah. They's like, dude, you guys are brave. You are, there was the people in our complex, all of them were young like us, you know. So some college students were, uh, went to Fordham University and all this. They're from Connecticut and like, you guys are brave up there. Let me guess. You want to hear some of that Petey Pablo. This was back oh, in 2001, 2002. Yes, that's when I moved here. North Carolina. <laughs> when you say that, that makes me think, is he still doing okay? I haven't heard from him in forever. It was a one hit. He's doing okay. <laughs> out it's a good album, though. Very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, Steve Harvey always talks about that ashtray song he has uh in that on that album, on that album. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I I kind of got caught up on a couple of them and then I yeah. just kind of, you know, skipped through back, you know, when you could skip or fast forward, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying 24. Yeah, I I think I think it'll probably be Kansas City, but this is not one of those Super Bowls where it's like I really can't see a scenario where the other team wins, not unless there's a bunch of turnovers. Right. This is one where with the right game plan, they can win. But my fear is Pacheco can run the ball mm-hmm. just like uh, – um, who was it? Um, uh, Chad says North uh, Kalach. I grew up in Charlotte. Okay. North Kakalaki. Kakalaki is how you say it. Kakalaki. Hi, Chad. Grew up in Charlotte. Okay. All right. All right, Chad. But um, I was saying, like, you had Aaron Jones, uh, you had Gibbs, two guys to just get the ball in the flat or run between the tackles on that uh, 49er defense. I'm I'm just afraid that that Kansas City is going to be able to do that with Pacheco like they did with Baltimore. And, you know, it's kind of the, the KC defense is playing great right now. They're well coached. And if it comes down to Mahomes versus Pretty, I mean, it's Mahomes' world right now, you know? Yeah, yeah, he's the greatest right now, and Purdy doesn't have that experience. So if you're looking at experience, you know, I don't know. know. Nick Foles beat Tom Brady. But the other flip side is Sam Darnold is their backup quarterback. Who's the backup quarterback? Sam Darnold is the backup quarterback. Oh, that's right for for uh for for the 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. So once again, another Carolina connection. Um, so you know, we may see him if it starts looking crazy. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. That, that it's gonna be a really good Super Bowl. That's a fast track there. Some people says it could be high scoring because of that fast track. It's in Vegas. Hmm. Others saying, well, you know, both teams are gonna try to run the ball. And it could be like a 23-20 type of game, you yeah, know. 21-14, but you're right. 21 for a full team. touchdown. Full touchdown. Okay. Who's going to get the MVP then? Who's it going to be? Christian McCaffrey? So Christian will get the offensive player. I think that no Patrick, Super Bowl MVP, Sonia. I think that Patrick's going to probably get it. I mean, does it always have to go to the winner? It doesn't always have to go to no, the winner. No, I mean – I. I, I can't remember it not doing that. I know it has in the NBA Finals. I don't know Jerry West won at one time. But, uh, you know, then you think about it, is is it going to be a non-quarterback? That's the thing. I don't see Brock yeah. Purdy getting it. I'll put it to you like that. Okay. 
Okay. Well, you know, back in 2002, one of the defensive backs for um, Tampa Bay Bucks won Super Bowl MVP, and it wasn't Rondé Barber <laughs> or John Lynch. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes it's a no name that just happens to get a bunch of picks, you know? It's definitely one of those things. And so I, I really feel like this game is going to be interesting. I've had some people say yeah. they're not interested in it really because, I don't know, maybe because they don't have, you know, the, the people they thought. Everybody thought that Baltimore was going to be there. I even thought they yeah. were going to be there. They I wanted to too. Yeah. And the Lions, you know, the Lions who've never been to the Super Bowl. I, I just knew it was their year. and not so what's your take on on um what's your take on uh uh dan campbell going for all those field goals like that or not going for the field goals going for fourth downs right going for fourth fourth and one or fourth and it, it could be fourth, fourth and eight and two. Two. That was crazy. For it. It, it, if it was four and 32 he's going for it i just felt like i always heard you supposed to take the points Take the points and and live to play another down. Was you and saying it, that to the TV in the third quarter? Yes, Because yes, I'm, like, I'm like, at the end of the day, it wasn't like it was the final play, except for that Dallas game. And even then, you know that whole debacle that went down. It's just like take the points. I feel like they said Dan had been playing like that the entire season. He was trying to make a statement. It's almost like daring Dan. Like you dare him to, to do anything else because. <laughs> yeah, there you go. She's got another rhyme. And so, you know. It's like in the Pee Wee's Playhouse. Every time he's doing a rhyme, I just want to have a little sound thing, you know. It's like, remember you, uh, the Pee Wee Herman show? And he yes. say the word, the word of the day. Yes. And like the windows will go open and all the <laughs> Yep. And then now they have that like on uh Sesame Street and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you are. You <laughs> but it's it's literally like that, and it's like the I, I feel like the person we saw the locker room clips of him, you know, real animated is how he is across the board. I hope they get back. I hope they get back next year. Well, I think I think they got a, a young team, and and maybe if they get something worked out with um, who's in a contract year, Jared Groff is in a contract year. Um, uh, unlike Carlos Manioca Chavez, who is just everything is doom and gloom saying they're not. I don't believe him. Just like he said that Kyle Shanahan, because he's an anti Shanahan guy, wouldn't get back to the Super Bowl. I said, no, they're going to get back this year. And they did. I, I had, of course, I had them playing Cincinnati in the preseason, but uh, <laughs> Joe Burrow ended up getting hurt. Can you plug your shows? Uh, I know that your times have changed and everything. I know you're on the big sports show on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern? 8 a.m. Eastern. 8 a.m. Eastern. Uh, Sunday morning yes. show. And then I'm on Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 7 Eastern. And I am on Wednesdays at 9. So I could try to. And what's the name of those shows? So let me see. It looks like I can join the chat. So let me just connect and do it. It is going to be. Um, and can you still see me? Yeah. Okay. It's going to be um, prim and proper sports <laughs> uh, with Sonia. And so, yeah, <clears throat> I'm actually joining the chat now so that I can drop those in there for you and your okay. audience. Uh, oh, see. you don't have to do all that. Wow, you oh, want above and beyond, Sonia. I feel bad. Don't feel bad. I, I'm literally on the, on the uh, chat now. So I'm just going to say hi to everyone. And you will yeah. see it in there from Prim and Proper Sports 
Um, yeah, I love that up. logo. I love your Gmail. Thank See, you, watching so. you and Keith Angle, I've got to take my game up. Keith one told me about the, the green screen and, yes. and, and you know all that stuff. Y'all are you know, all here. We're all here to work together. And I've Amen learned so that. much from all of you all. And you know, we're only as good as the other person. You know, you got to encourage everybody. That's, what you have to That's like being a team player, right? Yes. Everybody no needs a team, my friend. And you know something? Um, whenever you want me to come on, you know what time I come on this show. I've been waiting for you. Yeah. So, like, I have an opening. I've just been waiting for you to get better. Oh, I've, yeah, I've been better. I've been grumpy, but I've been better because work and everything. Yeah, even seven inches of snow put me in a bad mood for about two weeks, but I'm, it's all past us. Today it was now, sixty degrees here in Nashville, by the way, so we're good. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> see, and so on the Tuesday, Thursday, and Fridays is going to be the um, NESSP uh, with me, basically at night, and I'm literally putting that in the chat now. Um, yeah. And then, um, and then on Wednesdays I have my own show, which is. Um, Prim and that's for streaming sports, folks. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I should have spelled it out. No, that's uh, okay. The Prim and Proper Sports is going to be on on uh, Wednesdays at 9 p.m. And um, let's see. And then on Sunday mornings, I have the Sunday morning uh, big sports show that is on NESSP2 Northeast Streaming Sports. And so that's not my specific platform, but I do share it. When with the Mac and Jack and Jim Jeff Cole. I mean, you got a, a Hall of Fame boxing writer there. You got a Super Bowl player there. I yes. mean, it's like you said, I mean, they they're go-getters. And Jim went out and found them. I asked Jim, I said, how did Linda find you? He said, Well, I found them. I said, get out of here. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And it's and all Eastern time, folks. Yes. I, I'm not a simple time. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> Uh, you have to get up a little bit earlier, but you can still make it to church if you catch it central time because it's an hour earlier. Like I, I go to church right after I log off every time. Do you really? Yes. Okay. yes. So I'm a member of the Church of Christ. So I we start around 10-ish and I get on over there and, you know, I might be about 10 minutes late, but they're still singing. So uh, yeah. I'm great across the board. Yeah, I've been going. But see what I've been doing, I've been doing the day job. Been working some Saturdays. I used to work 12 hours, Sonia, 12 to 12 and a half hours, Monday through Friday, making good money doing carrier work. But then I cut it down to eight hours. And then so I had to make up some time, you know, so I had to pick up a Saturday here. And that's, that's why I told Mac, I said, man, they, they, they're burning me out. Somebody killing me, Smalls. <laughs> I, it's, it's literally like that. It's literally like you feel that way because I feel like. For a you know, long time. I still work hard to put together this program, you know. <laughs> yes, because that's research. You have to, you know, you got to yeah. do the research or you're not going to know what happens when it, when you're going live. You're going to be sitting there like. Right. It's hard. It's hard to do it off the cuff like that. I've tried uh, doing uh, just this freestyle. And, you know, I'll start, uh, but, you know, a lot, now I've got a lot of friends to help. I like to have it structured as much as possible. Just like yesterday, I'm about 11 minutes over. But when I got great guests like you and Jeffrey Deskovic, oh, I always you. make an exception. So I thank uh, you, Robert. really appreciate it. Like I said, you get a hold of me. I'm good for about 30 minutes. Okay. About 30 <laughs> minutes. And then I have to prepare for this thing. But, uh, you know. We'll see. <laughs> I'll definitely guarantee I'll come on. 
Yes, I appreciate the opportunity. It's been fun. You have an open invitation to join me anytime. And, and I've had a great time with everyone on here. Thanks, Chad, for all the love. And um, yeah. I hope you all have a great night. Thanks so much for having me on. All right, Sonia. Hey, have a good night, everybody. And I will see you when I see you, my friend. <laughs> see ya. All right, everybody. Um, I will be back tomorrow with Mad New Yorker Chavez. Be giving you a prediction. I'm leaning Kansas City, but give you a full breakdown, uh, full injury analysis. Uh, maybe could I, she said something about Tony. He might play, actually. But we'll see. We shall see. Uh, they still have some offensive line injuries. I don't think Tooney's going to play for Kansas City. But uh, I, I just got a feeling that they're, they're going to pull it out. Wouldn't be surprised. Hey, care, uh, for, the 49ers are favored. Bo. So uh, I'll be on here arguing with about the Knicks tomorrow and uh, probably the Clippers with Carlos, Mad New Yorker, Chavez. Knicks, a lot of big trades today. Didn't get mega stars, but got a lot of chemistry guys there and, 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 and uh, depth players. So. Thanks, everybody. I'll be back here tomorrow, same time, same place, here on Sports Scope.